Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bartow's Morning News. And as you can hear from the theme, it is a Bartow Sports Zone Friday. Alan Sanders here in for Charles Wilson, who is taking care of some golf swings in a competition. Best of luck to him. We will hear from him next week. He'll be back for the finale as Bartow Sports Zone gets ready to wrap up the season. Big thank you to all the sponsors of Bartow Sports Zone, which include Elite Stone Supply, Sidelines Bar and Grill, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Wilson Pools, Three Way Campers, Karen Ayers, Realtor, Atlanta Community uh, Communities, and so good to have you all here with us. Uh, joining me as well, and I'll get him to say a quick hello, my uh, morning show producer and compatriot in the morning, Mike Garcia. Good morning. Greetings. You're uh, you're getting ready to watch the U tonight continue its epic NCAA basketball journey. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Well, I hope it keeps continuing for you because I know how I know how it is when your school is in it. You kind of feel more, uh, I guess, in, in uh, I don't know, connected with the with March Madness. When your teams are out, you kind of feel like, why watch? No, I, I still watch. You still watch? Oh yeah. Well, folks, we're going to have some guests join us here. Uh, let's go ahead and say a, a quick hello to our third member of the Bartow Sports Zone crew. That would be Jackson. Hi, Jackson. Good morning to you. Good morning, gentlemen. Great day. Doing- oh, doing great. Good to have you joining us here on a Bartow Sports Zone Friday. And uh, well, let's introduce our guests because we do have two guests that uh, are getting ready for some festivities as Little League gets underway with the Bartow County Parks and Recreation Department. Let's go to the Director of Parks and Rec for Bartow County, Greg Height. Greg, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Great to have you. And uh, I guess your right-hand man, we've got Brenton Baggett. Bre- Brenton, good morning. Uh, good morning. Great to have you guys both join. Let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the festivities tonight. I think weather is going to cooperate. Anything that's supposed to be significant should be after midnight and hopefully gets out of here before 8 a.m. Let's talk, let's take a look at uh, today's ceremonies at uh, Hamilton Crossing. Uh, yeah, we're going to try to get everybody lined up about 6.20 and get the ceremony started around 7 o'clock. Uh, got a special... Uh, DJ announced right here tonight, uh, uh, the voice of the Atlanta Braves, Larry Garner, is going to be with us. Uh, and after that, uh, after the ceremonies, we're going to have a, a concert for all of our young people. Looking forward to it. I'm assuming, and Mike Garcia in studios has uh, his kids involved in Little League. Uh, assuming you're going to have a lot of parents, a lot of kids, and 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 the I'm and I'm going to guess the community also invited to come out and enjoy the the festivities. Oh yeah. Uh, we're feeding close to 14, 1,500 kids. So that plus parents, we, we're looking for a big crowd out here tonight. And like I said, the weather's supposed to be great. So uh, you're out and about, come by and check things out out here. Mike, I know you and I talked earlier this morning. Uh, you're going to be part of those festivities. Uh, that's that's right, both uh, softball and baseball. And I guess it sounds uh, like this is a, a, a unique thing. Well, it's obviously unique because it's at night, but... I, I know uh, in the past you do uh, baseball at one time and softball on the other, but I think it's uh, combined tonight, right? Yeah, we're combining both of them. All right, Brenton, let's go over to you and uh, let's talk about uh, some of the programming at Bartow County, especially as we get into Little League. we got softball uh, and Little League. What are the ages and ranges that you guys are uh, supporting and about how many kids are you going to be serving through this season? Uh, we've got about 1,500 kids probably playing baseball and softball right now. Um, around 1,100 uh, on the baseball side, about 400 kids playing softball. Um, so it's a it's a big task, you know, to get everything lined up. We, and then we're doing a lot different tonight with the opening day festivities, having everybody here. So um, it's going to be a packed house tonight for sure. All right, now let's talk about Hamilton Crossing, a large, uh, obviously, park for the county. Is there going to be enough parking for all of all the people you're expecting? Uh, we sure hope so. <laughs> it's a great facility. You guys are continuing to expand and do work over there. Um, you know, I had a chance to come out there and uh, shoot some video to put a spotlight on all the programming and the park itself. Um, you got a dog park over there. You do disc golf over there. You've got baseball, softball. You got a great playground. Talk about some of the uh, some of those things that you guys try to do for the community at Hamilton Crossing Park. You want to take that, Greg? I, I, I'll talk to him about it. Yeah, we just try to, you know, since Greg, when Greg 
became director of one of the main things he focused was to try to expand recreation beyond the three major sports. And um, so we've tried to expand and we've got classes now, uh, dance, line dancing classes, yoga classes. Uh, we've expanded in that. And like you said, the disc golf has been a big hit up at Gatewood Park. Um, and just, you know, we've continued to add, we've got spring soccer going on right now also. There's about 700 kids playing that as well. So um, we've got a lot of things that we offer for the community. Um, we hope to continue to keep expanding as well. Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to our special event coordinator, Haley Hood, who's actually sets up and plans most of these programs. She's doing a great job with it. And, um, you know, she's actually the one that's kind of overseeing the festivities of the night. So if you see her out here tonight, kind of pat her on the back and tell her you appreciate what she's doing. We will definitely do that because I know uh, I think we're going to be out there uh, taking a look at uh, filming some of that so we can spruce up that video that's putting the spotlight on Parks and Rec. Jackson, we've got about a minute for our break. I'm going to throw it over to you because I know you're familiar with a lot of the county's Park and Rec programming. Absolutely. I'm a product of the county Park and Recreation program. But uh, you mentioned Hamilton Crossing, guys. Uh, What other facilities do you do you use for softball and, and baseball in the county? Go ahead, Brent. Uh, we obviously got Manning Mill Park uh, in Adairsville that we use. Uh, we've also uh, took, took over Frank Moore Park up there and redone it. We play there. There's three fields there. Uh, Rex Moncus Field in Adairsville we do. We play there. Uh, Old Cass High School over here where the Bartow Career Academy is. We play there. Uh, and then Stars Pre-K where Georgia Highlands plays softball. Uh, we use it as well. We're here with the folks from from the Bartow County Parks and Rec Department, Director Greg Height and Assistant Brenton Baggett. We're going to talk a little bit more with these folks along with the rest of the Bartow Sports Zone crew, but we got to take a short break. We'll be right back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. There's a great new spot in Cartersville to catch the game. It's Sidelines Grill. Family owned and operated since 1994, Sidelines has wall-to-wall TVs and an awesome menu you need to try. Burgers, steaks, pasta, wings, salads, soups, and alpine bakery desserts, along with daily drink specials and a kid's menu, too. Marketplace Boulevard between Walmart and Lowe's in Cartersville. It's Sidelines Grill, where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. Welcome back, everybody, to Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders filling in for the, uh, I would say it's not necessarily vacationing Charles Wilson. He's in, involved in a golf tournament. Best of luck to him. We're here with Jackson Hyde, Mike Garcia in studios, and our guests, Greg Height and Brenton Baggett, both with the Bar- with the Bartow County Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, I purposely picked that bump, guys, to uh, talk about dancing the night away. You guys are going to have a DJ, music, fun, food. Let's recap in case anybody's just now joining us. Uh, tonight really kicks off softball and baseball for the county system over at Hamilton Crossing. Greg, I'll start with you. What are some of the things, again, recapping that the uh, community is invited to partake in for tonight? I said it's just our opening ceremonies, uh, parade athletes onto the field. Um, of course, the, the uh, normal opening ceremony, the Little League Pledge, National Anthem, things of that nature. we got a, one of our first coaches that ever coached in Little League Baseball up here at the county will be out tonight throwing out the first pitch. Then, of course, like I said, we got Larry Garner come in doing the, the DJing for us. And after we get all the festivities put aside, uh, we got a special group that's coming over. We're going to probably have about an hour, hour and a half concert after the ceremonies. And then uh, you mentioned food. I'm assuming are there food trucks, or how does that work for families that might want to uh, come picnic while they're enjoying the evening? Our concessions will be open. I don't know that we've got food truck. We will have some T-shirts and stuff, special T-shirts for sale out. And uh, I think she's got a couple other vendors that's going to be out tonight. Excellent. Brenton, let's talk a little bit about the fields. I know I keep an eye on the weather, and baseball is one of those things where everybody, every coach is watching, what's the forecast? Do we move a game up? Do we move it back? Will the fields be ready? We are expecting some thunderstorms this evening. How do the fields drain over at Hamilton Crossing, and uh, what what are the, I guess, what's the first game ex- expected to be played tomorrow? 
Uh, some fields will start at nine, some will start at 10. Um, our maintenance staff does a phenomenal job on the fields. I mean, anybody that comes out here, uh, just whether they're walking or comes out and uses the park can tell how much care they put in the fields. Um, they're in great shape. Um, and like I said, we'll have some maintenance staff around tomorrow that hopefully, I know there's a little some rain, um, hopefully we can try to get the fields ready uh, to be able to play start at nine, we're hoping. I got to tell you, yesterday we were talking about the window of opportunity for some heavier downpours was 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., and then they've already revised it uh, 24 hours later to say, well, probably between 5 a.m. and 8 a.m., I'm sure you would prefer it be out of here by 5 a.m. That would be great. Yeah, that, that we've been watching the weather all week, and like you said, it continues to just change here from here and there, so uh, we're hoping that maybe it'll move up or just move away <laughs> either way, whatever needs to happen. Jackson, I'm going to pull you back in on this because I know we both have had kids. Mine are all grown up and out of the house now, but uh, having a park and recreation program uh, is a fantastic thing for a community to have. And not, I don't think everyone has the kind of quality that we have here in Bartow County. Absolutely. I think it gets taken for granted a lot of times. I was lucky enough to, to obviously was born here in, in this area and played baseball through the recreation department, football through the recreation department my whole life. Back when I played which uh, I'm going to date all of us, Greg, me and you and Brent. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know, 40 years ago, I guess, or 45. Uh, yeah. We're Little League at that point, went away from Little League and now have gone back to the Little League program. Is that, a, is it, in your eyes, both of you, I guess question both of you, has that been a success transitioning back to the Little League program? Uh, yeah, it has. You know, I think we... Uh, even was Dizzy Dean for those years there, and uh, Dizzy Dean was big at that time. It, it it ran a good program, but we just felt like Little League was a better fit for us across the board with girls and boys. And um, it's you know, I think we've seen a lot of kids come back out and play in the program since we went back to Little League. The hype on TV with the World Series and all, I think, it draws people to it. And I guess dating back, Jackson, I think when you was 12, 13-year-old, I think I actually coached you, didn't I? You did. <laughs> We've got about uh, four minutes till the bottom of the hour. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jackson. Just uh, I wanted to keep things flowing along here. The, the programming is is phenomenal, and I continue to watch it grow. And what's great, and I don't know if you guys want to comment on this, we do have, like many things in Bartow County, two different systems there's a city parks and rec and a county parks and rec but i think the kids in bartow love the fact that they can be involved in so many of these sports before they get into middle and high school and i think that's why we've got such great intra-county relationships as these kids grow up in the sporting world oh yeah for sure i mean we it's a you know a good thing to for our community you know cars was literally cars literally been there for a long time you know in bartow county little league and then we have your tournament season it's always fun but when you had Cedar Town and Rockmark, Dalton, you know, uh, into the mix, it always makes for a, a fun atmosphere for sure. We're here with uh, Brenton Baggett and Greg Height, two of the uh, the director and assistant for the Bartow County Parks and Recreation Department, specifically talking about opening day ceremonies tonight at Hamilton Crossing Park. A concert atmosphere, all the kids going to get a parade. We're going to have a focus on the kids that are going to be starting to play their, their season. They've been practicing for a little while now, but this is where the season really starts for them. Um, Brenton, talk a little bit about some of the programming that might be also coming up this summer for folks that are brand new to the Bartow County community. How do they get involved if they're living in the county with some of those programs? Uh, you can look. Uh, we've got numerous. we got our website, I mean, BartowCountyGA.org. You go to that website, you can go through and see a lot of our stuff. We've got a stop in at our office here at Hamilton Cross, and we got a program guide that's chock full of all kinds of stuff for the kids. Um, coming up this summer, um, we got our summer camp, you know, that's a, a summer day camp. Um, and it fills up within a few days. Uh, so it's already full, but, um, also we have a bunch of summer camp, I mean, camps for different sports. I mean, any sport, I mean, that we've got going on in our community, uh, we've got camps and trainings and different stuff, uh, that any of the kids can take part in. That's awesome. I, I, once again, it's a fantastic thing to take advantage of. And generally speaking, affordable considering I, I know my kids got involved in a lot of the more um I, I guess like travel programs and some of the other more elite programs as they went on in their sports it was a lot more expensive than what you could get with with the parks and rec oh yes sir we try to keep everything affordable uh we're with everything uh 
for our community. You know, you don't want to price somebody out that wants to play. You know, obviously we don't ever turn a kid away uh, that doesn't have the means or whatever it might be. We try I always try to help out where we can. Brenton and Greg, I guess this question could go to either one of you, but if somebody wants to, to support, or say it's a business, they want to sponsor a scoreboard or or sponsor a, a camp or something, uh, who would be the contact person there at the county to, to, to deal with on that? Just call the office, myself or Brenton or Haley actually has been one of the ones uh, running that. We've actually filled every scoreboard we've got with sponsors for this, this coming year, and it's been a good thing, but like Brenton said, uh, we don't want a, no kid to miss opportunity to play. So if you want to, you know, they want to call in and uh, sponsor kids and, you know, pay for their uh, registrations at some of these events, that, you know, it's great. We've had people do that. We've done it ourselves. Uh, our biggest goal here is to make sure every kid gets an opportunity. And the biggest thing we like sometimes is volunteers, coaches or whatnot. So Guys. Anybody, you know, Thank you so much. We're up against the bottom of the hour break. Greg Height, Brenton Baggett, Barton County Parks and Rec. Come on out tonight. Check out what the programs are all like by hit, seeing this wonderful concert and opening day. Guys, thanks for joining us. Appreciate Let's get to GNN. Whether you love them or can't stand them, surprises are part of life. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you get ready for whatever life throws your way. He'll work with you to meet your changing needs and to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, Derek can help make them feel a little less unexpected. For an appointment, call Derek Strange at 770-386-4545, Edward Jones, Member SIPC. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue where you'll always be treated as family. And welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone. I'm Alan Sanders, filling in for Charles Wilson, who's out swinging at some golf balls and hopefully doing well in the tournament. We've got Mike Garcia in studios. We also have Jackson Hyde. And our guest in this back half of the first hour is the coach of the Adairsville Tigers, Billy Roper. Coach, welcome to Bartow Sports Zone. Well, it's good to have you joining us. Uh, Mike, I'm going to put, turn it over to you because uh, you and I were talking this morning. Um, Adairsville uh, pretty well uh, did, did well on their last series. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's, it's nice to, uh, to uh, go ahead and uh, turn the page from the non-region schedule. And uh, right away, Coach, just the two, two back-to-back wins against uh, region opponent Ridgeland, including that nine-inning uh, uh, thriller. So what, was it a, a, a mindset that you, you addre- did you have to address the guys and say, hey, you know, not, uh, non-region is over, which you guys did fine. I mean, you won the first four, and then obviously uh, a little bump in the road, but Cartersville's a bump in the road uh, and a lot of roads. But uh, was was it one of those things where you tell the guys, "All right, it's 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 almost like a new season within the season." Well, yes, sir. If you've uh, followed our season or go look at our schedule, um, our non-region schedule was set tough for a reason. You know, as far as our region, we feel like our region is one of the toughest in the state, and we wanted to prepare prepare our young men. You know, and as far as the extra inning game, I think this is our fourth extra inning game, which Cartersville being one of them. You know, so our guys, we've um, we've had the experience uh, with the extra inning games. It was all it was nice to finally get one of them <laughs> to come out victorious in the end. So we just tell our guys, uh, you're battle tested, you're ready for region play. We just got to go out and play baseball. No doubt, because I, I was actually calling that the <laughs> the the uh, ten inning extravaganza, and you know, I I, I was seeing uh, I, I've seen a lot of baseball in my life, and there's plenty of times where. You know, you come into the last inning thinking this game is over. And it's funny because I was telling Alan in his ear during the commercial break, I'm like, you know what? I, I like Adairsville's body language here. And sure enough, you guys came back with five runs in that uh, in that bottom of the seventh inning to extend that one. So talk about that mindset. Well, we um, obviously, you know, we said when we play, we want to compete. 
you know, especially when you play guys in your own county that you've grown up with, friends that you go to church with, you want to play your tails off. Uh, we got back in that bottom of the six, down by three, had a pinch hitter, and you know he caught one of he caught one of Schultz pitches and you know emptied the bases and tied us up. And um, Miles Owens made, if you remember, he made a great play up the middle to save the game. We had our chances. You know we put the ball in play and they made the play. So at the end of the day, that's all you can do. We had a chance and you know we didn't get it done. But I'm hoping that that loss you know, propels us and shows us that we can play with anybody in our region. Coach, I'm going to jump in here because, as Mike said, I was running the board and was paying attention. And, you know, everyone has this idea Cartersville ranked first in the state. They obviously have a pedigree and a track record. How important was it for your guys to be able to say, look, we hung with them and had to push them for so long? It was a four-plus-hour game before it finally broke loose. Well, don't don't get me wrong. We respect what Cartersville is doing. Those guys are great friends of mine, but uh, – Anytime we step on the field, we have the mentality that we can win the baseball game. And when we talk about that Cartersville game, at least our kids understand that we should have won that baseball game. We're not going to, and we will never celebrate a loss, (laughs) but if that loss can help us and propel us to get better and win those tough games down in the region, you know, we'll, we'll take it. And, and another good thing with you guys is, is you guys also been playing well on the road. Uh, so, so, uh, so talk about that. Well, we got one today. We call them business trips. When we first, you know, when we pack the bus and I get on the bus and we have our pregame talk before we leave, you know, my mindset is guys, this is a business trip. You know, uh, you've got to be able to win baseball games on the road. You know, you obviously you want to win at home, but you got to win some on the road. And like I said, we've, um, we had a big win at Alexander on the road. Um, McEachern, they're ranked seventh and seven A. We should, I mean, we had a chance with bases loaded in the bottom of six. We had a chance to beat those guys. Um, you know, Pepperell's ranked in single A. We got them in extra innings. We played Snorkel early in the year. They kind of jumped on us, but they're ranked in, you know, four A. So our guys have, have have played some some tough opponents. And and when we go on the road, we we want to shock people. That's what we say. It's a business trip. Yeah, and uh, obviously tonight, Gordon Lee. Uh, you know, I know every two years you have to deal with the with the new regions and and whatnot. And obviously, you guys were not in Gordon Lee's uh, region last season. So, so talk about how much do you get from film as, as far as getting used to an opponent that you're not used to to facing. Well, unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, we played Bremen before, so I know a little bit about Bremen, but um, don't really know much about Gordon Lee, but I know Coach Dunphy, and I know he does a great job, but that area up around there, Ringgold, Gordon Lee Heritage, I mean, they play good baseball. Uh, you know, you, you know, you, you talk to other coaches about things and talk to certain people, but, you know, you get on, you get on the internet and start looking for stuff the same way people find stuff on you. You know, we know they got a um, they got a highly touted pitcher, you know, that's draftable, but we don't know if we'll see him tonight or not. But they, they have a good program. I mean, we're going to go up there and, and have to play good baseball to give ourselves a chance to win the ball game, especially when you're playing three games a week. Folks, we're here with uh, Coach Billy Roper. Coach, hate to cut you off for a second. We've got to take a quick commercial timeout. Hold that thought. We'll have more with Coach Billy Roper of the Adairsville Tigers when we return to more of Bartow Sports Zone. Keep your property in top-notch shape this season with a new Husqvarna mower from Elite Stone Supply. With all your residential and commercial mower needs, Elite has zero-turn, riding, and walk-behind models in all price levels. Check out the robotic mowers, too. Come make your best deal today on any of our full line of Husqvarna mowers at Elite Stone Supply. Nine Baker Road, just north of Cartersville on US 41, across from Racetrack, on Facebook and online at EliteStoneSupply.net. And welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders here filling in for Charles Wilson. We've got Mike Garcia in studios, Jackson Hyde, the right-hand man of the Bartow Sports Zone crew, and our guest is Billy Roper, coach of the Adairsville Tigers. Jackson, I'm going to toss it over to you, being the uh, the backup for Charles Wilson. You're paying a lot of attention to baseball and uh, how the Tigers are doing. And of co- so far that he's in 2-0 and in region play, which is the most important. Um, coach, I'm going to kind of turn it over to you here. 
tell us a little bit about some of your kids, some of the kids, your top performers, kids that's going to uh, make or break you this year. Well, we we have um, you know we're fortunate enough to have some guys that are three year starters that's that's, that's seen a lot of baseball, and we're kind of relying on them and 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 relying on them to help our young guys come through. But um, right now we have uh, we have three guys you know hitting the ball really well right now. Is and Evan Sanders a senior for us, um, Jarrett Scott a sophomore for us, and Jack Nelson a sophomore for us. So they're they're really hitting the ball well right now. And we have. We're getting some guys that's starting to swing the bats a little bit better, and uh, Chris Roper and, and Tyler Driggers. Uh, we're just we we have a you know we have nine guys in the lineup that we feel can hit the ball you know at any time, and it's a good little mix. We have like I said, we have you know seniors, some juniors, some sophomores. We have Peyton Bowen. Uh, we have uh, you know our catcher Landon O'Neill. I mean they're really hitting the ball well, and we're starting to get you know we're starting to get healthy right now. I mean we. Uh, for the first time all year, we got everybody back except one person. You know, we have one person that's out, Evan Henry, and one of our backup catchers had Tommy John. So, but, you know, early on, you know, we were missing four or five of our juniors, but we're we're finally getting everyone back, and it's, it's helping us to be, a you know, a deep lineup. Uh, you mentioned some of your seniors, and one in particular, and in, in Evan Sanders. I know he had some surgery back in the, I guess, in the summer of last year. Is he to the point where he'll be able to pitch for you any this year? You know what? We're still we're still hoping he can close for us by the later the latter half of the region. But um, he threw a little pin last week. But um, you know, we're happy to have him offensively. But I I don't know. It's it's all on him. You know, he's cleared. He's everything. But our 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 point is we don't want him to get him out there too early and something happens and then we don't even have him hitting the ball and playing defense. But we are uh, we are throwing some pins with him and hopefully. You know, by the time we get to the last round, he'll be able to help with some. But, you know, that that would be a big help. But we got, um, you know, we got, you know, obviously Jack Wilson, our lefty. I mean, Jack Whitley, I'm sorry. You know, he's our bell cow. He, he throws some tough games for us. He's trying to hold it down so we can get Evan back. Our sophomore, Jack Nelson, we put him in a lot of crucial games. It's, you know, record right now is 2-4-1. But if you go back and look at the teams, his four losses, that's four of those teams that we talked about, the powerhouses and other classifications. And our other senior that's pitching real well for us right now is Grayson Belcher. He has uh, probably been the most improved uh, pitcher we've had, and he's he's pitching some big innings for us. So all in all, like I said, everybody's getting healthy, and we're trying to, you know, just get them in position where they can help us win, win ball games. Well, I got one last question and point. I'm we'll let you speak to him a little bit. That's one of your other seniors. You know him pretty well. Uh, congratulations to, to Chris Roper and his uh, scholarship with uh, Dartmouth uh, to play football. So I wanted to, to throw that out there. A fine young man, uh, and he comes from good stock. I'm proud of, proud of Chris. Thank you, sir. We're proud of him. We've got about 90 seconds, Coach. I know uh, you know you got another series uh, for the for the for the Daresville Tigers. Just for a moment, for the audience, the folks that are listening up in Tigertown, the Bartow County community. How important is it for you to reach out and have them come travel with you to fill the stands and cheer on the Tigers? Well, you know, it's on the back of our hats, 306, that we are, you know, we're a small community. We need everybody around here. Everybody helps support the program. And I just want our community to know that when we put on those uniforms and we put on those jerseys that we're going to go out there and fight for everything we can get. And, um, and any support, you know, would be appreciated. And, you know, if you want to come out, support us, come up to, Chickamauga today, we're going to need it because it's going to be a tough task. But, um, you know, we are theirs, boy. We're who we are. We're going we're gonna to fight and we're going to, you know, do the best we can. Coach Billy Roper of the Adairsville Tigers, it is so cool to have you join us here on Bartos Morning News. It's been great for us to already have covered one of your games live on the air. Looking forward to more of that as we continue through the regular season. Thank you for being here today, and best of luck to you on the road. Thank you, sir. That's going to wrap up hour number one here, folks, but we have another hour to go, so stick around. We'll get you caught up on some news, traffic, and weather, and more of Bartow Sports Zone right here on your hometown radio, WBHF. Sidelines Grill in Cartersville is your new home for team trivia on Tuesday nights at 7 and music bingo on Thursday nights. With the best wings in town, burgers, steaks, salads, pasta, and Alpine Bakery desserts, 
Sidelines is family-friendly with patio seating, daily drink specials, and a kid's menu, too. Between Walmart and Lowe's on Marketplace Boulevard, it's Sidelines Grill, where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. And good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone, hour three of Bartow's Morning News, second hour of the sports show. I'm Alan Sanders filling in for Charles Wilson, who is out. He is taking care of some golf swings in a tournament. And it is my pleasure to be back here and help out as we drive some of the content. We have got in studios, I'll let him say a quick hello, Mike Garcia. Good morning to you. A quick hello. A quick hello. We have got uh, also joining us from the first hour, returning for hour two, on the road, Jackson Hyde. Welcome back, Jackson. Good morning. And we have He's Brad. Glad to be back. And we have Brad. There oh, we go. Now we got to try to talk in there. And we got Brad Stevens who's joining us via the Zoom connection. Brad, great to see you. Hey, great to see you too, Alan. You're looking sharp this morning running that board. I could definitely do none of it. The hardest part is trying to produce, run the board, and try to talk at the same time. <laughs> hey, I, apparently uh, I can't do any of that other than just talk. So <laughs> I, I'm good. I'm clear here. All right, we got to start off, obviously, the first topic of the day. The uh, NCAA March Madness continued yesterday. We've got half of the Elite Eights uh, selected. Brad, since you've been able, you've been uh, busy with family and other issues, you haven't been on for a couple of weeks, let me start with you. How's your bracket holding together? Um, it's dead, man. <laughs> um, Houston is the only one left. Um, I, I, put my, I did a dark horse with TCU, who completely let me down, <clears throat> and then Marquette and Baylor, who both uh, choked out. So they're gone. My bracket's done. Uh, and last night was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, now you can just throw it all away and just watch the games, and that's what I've done. And anytime the University of Tennessee loses in any sport, it's a great day for America. So uh, I'm pleased as punch this morning. <laughs> Jackson, care to weigh in on that? Uh, well, when you when your uh, pick for the championship was Arizona, and they lose in the first round, that pretty much tells you how my bracket is gone. But uh, it's been fun to watch, and. If, don't watch a lot of regular season basketball. I'll try to get all these tournament games in. And if anybody hasn't seen Marcus Noel play for Kansas State, you're missing out. This kid is unbelievable. He put on a show last night, that uh, one that I'll remember for a while. It's uh, fun to watch some of these teams that you don't see in the regular season. And let me point out about Marcus Noel. He is 5'8", 160 pounds. Uh, if, you, if anybody needs that for reference, that's exactly my description. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely I was not a believer in Kansas State at all when this thing was going in I had them going out in the second round I think maybe even getting upset in the first round but I'm a believer in that team uh they've got they're running hot and UConn's the other one you got to watch out for they're kind of sneaking in there they blew Arkansas completely out last night yeah it's uh it's been a been a fun fun lot fun night last night I think we're in for a, some good matchups tonight as well I'm, I'm really excited to, for this weekend to see how it plays out but uh I'm, I'm jumping on the Kansas State bandwagon for the next couple weeks, I guess. Mike, I'll bring you into the conversation. I still have three of my final four to alive and well. Uh, my deepest or darkest horse in that was Memphis. They dropped out. I still have Alabama, Xavier, and Gonzaga. Gonzaga came uh, close to not necessarily advancing. They shocked UCLA, though, and they're they're continuing to stay alive. Those those two teams, That that's – I know the beauty of March Madness is the single elimination craziness. But I would be completely entertained if UCLA and Gonzaga played a seven-game series. I mean, they're so evenly matched. They're from, you know, the 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 uh, the, the Pacific, and um, yeah, it was it was one of those things. I uh, in my brackets, uh, I have Gonzaga in my championship game, but going into last night, I'm like, yeah, all right, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, defensively, they're not great. Rebounding, not great, but. Uh, Boy, it, it was very interesting that last play that uh, the, the coach said he drew that up. I'm thinking, really? And launching the ball from uh, uh, halfway between midcourt and uh, and the uh, top of the uh, three point line. But hey, he knows his team. He knows uh, the strengths. And uh, boy, they pulled that one out. And, it, and it's funny because I, I was thinking, boy, we went through the first two rounds without one single overtime game. And sure enough, Kansas State and, and Michigan State go to overtime. So, uh, so yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun as a, as a neutral observer last night. Brad, I'm going to let yeah. you weigh in in two. 
I tell you what, and you know, a lot of these teams that are showing up and have had some upsets and had some success, uh, people are coming after their coaches. Uh, you see Rick Patino has already moved to St. John's, and the coach from Fairleigh Dickinson, who upset Purdue, has already gone to Iona. And unfortunately for Kennesaw State, you know, Amir Abdul-Rahim uh, getting courted by Cal and some other people, they may end up losing him, and uh, that's too bad for the Owls. What a great season, uh, but that's what you get uh, when you're successful. People come after you. On the flip side, let's let's talk about this. You've got these uh, smaller schools. I've been watching uh, the the parody in March Madness for the last, I'd say, 15, 10, 15 years. It's getting to be where you can't call anything anymore based on on seating. Well, Alan, here's the difference, and we've talked about this before, but I'll say it again. A lot of these mid-majors and small schools have juniors and seniors on their team. They've been there and done that, got some experience against these one-and-done, higher-level, if you want to call it, teams. And, hey, these guys that work together as five rather than depending on one guy to t- dunk and shoot threes, hey, you can, you see them get beat a lot now, and uh, that's why. It's First of all, for a fan like me, because I'm, I'm one of those casual fans, I enjoy playing with the brackets. My wife got me involved in college basketball. It is one of my most favorite things to do, fill out a bracket, be with a bunch of people, sit in a bar or sitting at home and just enjoying the games. But I am telling you, it makes it even more crazy. You want to talk about the word madness? When you have 16s drop, you know, dropping ones, that was unheard of a couple of years ago, and now it's happened again. And you've got uh, you've got multiple like 15s don't go deep. Or, I mean, I'm seeing twos don't go deep, threes don't go deep. It's like what's going on? Well, you, I mean, look at the Purdue Fairleigh Dickinson game. I mean, you look at that on paper. Purdue should beat them by 40. Uh, they were taller and bigger at every position. Played in the Big Ten, but Fairleigh Dickinson wanted it more. They got guys with experience, and for some reason, Purdue has a seven foot four guy that they don't really look to do anything with at crunch time. I couldn't believe it. I was like, Matt Painter, you're the worst. Uh, crushed my bracket when it happened, but I was glad <laughs> for Fairleigh Dickinson. Mike, we got about 45 seconds. Uh, we'll uh, kind of wrap up, or maybe we may continue it depending because we, we're squirrels, you know, we tend to see them and go, wait, let's go back to it. But uh, thoughts as we head into the second half, uh, establishing the Elite Eight. Well, again, we're going to have some exciting matchups. You have uh, another 2-3 with that Xavier matchup and uh, forget who's at the 2. And then, obviously, my alma mater uh, trying to uh, reach the Elite 8 for the second straight year against uh, Houston. And then uh, the other two games looking exciting as well, so it'll be fun. All right, we'll have, you know, we may do a little more just kind of discussion and see, uh, just remind everybody where our final fours are, if we've got any of them left. I know I said three of my four are left. That may help down the road as we uh, look at the bracket challenge of St. Angelo's Pizza. Thanks to St. Angelo's of Lake Point for helping to uh, support that. We'll talk more. We'll also have some other sports chat when we come back. More of Bartow Sports Zone. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service construction repair. We make swimming easy. To WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. And welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone here on Bartow's Morning News, the penultimate episode, fancy way of saying, second to the last. Charles Wilson will, in fact, be back next Friday to wrap up the season. Right now joining me, uh, I'm Alan Sanders. We've got Mike Garcia, we've got Jackson Hyde, and we have got Brad Stevens. Um, I said we would maybe wrap up NCAA, and then at the last me- second I said, well, you know what, let's just let's, let's look at our final fours. We're all involved in the St. Angelo's Lake Point uh, bracket challenge that Bartow Sports Zone has been cooperating with for many years now. Um, let's look at our final fours. I can tell you right now I've got my bracket in front of me. The ones I had that I thought could go all the way to uh, to that four, to that 
level would be Alabama, Memphis, Xavier, and Gonzaga. I'm going to find out if Xavier can do it tonight, but so far I've got uh, three of my four technically still alive. Brad, I'll go to you. How's, how is your final four going? All are gone but one. Uh, Marquette, Baylor uh, are gone. Um, and uh, I had I told you I had a dark horse in TCU. Um, I thought that you know they, they kind of came on at the end of the last season, like got a, got a lot of momentum, a lot of athletic ability, but they just choked out. Um, and, you know, that's what you get. But it's, it's more fun when you take a chance rather than just pick chalk every year. Oh, yeah. Well, um, and, and as we've talked about earlier, picking chalk doesn't necessarily mean anything to either. Yeah, well, you know, the strategy is pick some upsets in the first, second round, but end up with chalk in the end. You know, and normally that's how it works out, one, two, three seeds. But I'm telling you, this year may be different. I, I, UConn is making a run. I'm telling you, watch out. Uh, they are playing very well. I mean, they could beat anybody. I mean, they beat Arkansas by almost 30. And that's a tall task as Arkansas is very athletic. Um, but yeah, tonight's going to be a lot of fun. I, I just, I, I'm hoping that Alabama gets knocked out of this thing. Um, really am. That's, I name my bracket anybody but Bama. So, you know, and that's where I'm going with it. You know, it could be FAU, it could be, you know, Kennesaw State, doesn't matter as long as they don't win. But in all honesty, when you looked at the entire quadrant, that south corner of the, of the overall bracket, Alabama really had the easiest road to the Final Four. They did, and getting all these other people knocked out made it even easier for them. Uh, we'll never hear the end of it uh, if they win it. And that's, you know, it'll be the drum beating from people who have been to Tuscaloosa less times in their life than they've been to TJ Maxx this week. So I, I don't, don't want to hear it. Jackson, let's go to you. How's your final four holding together? Uh, I've got Xavier left of my four. I had Arizona in there, who obviously went out in the first round. Um, I kind of did the same thing, kind of went with some atypical picks and it didn't work out. Um, but uh, like I said, I've jumped on the Kansas State bandwagon. I'm going to root for them the, the rest of the way. It was good to see Florida Atlantic beat Tennessee last night. That's a, a pretty senior-laden team, and, man, they got a couple guys that got hot there in the second half. They were down big, came back, uh, wound up winning by seven. So uh, watch out for those guys. They, they If they hit their threes, they're going to be in any ball game they play. Mike, I'm going to go over to you. Uh, if you've got your four kind of in your head, how are, how is yours holding together? Uh, I just uh, I just have the championship game intact. Uh, I picked Alabama to make Brad upset, and I had uh, and I had Gonzaga, uh, and and you know, I, I'm one of those. I can't stand it when people say, "Oh, well, this team historically does bad." Well, that team. Th- doesn't what, what, exist anymore. What, exactly. What's <laughs> happened in the past, not even the coaches. So I'm like, because people keep bragging on Purdue, I'm going to put Purdue in my Final Four to show everybody. And now we're, we're halfway through the Sweet 16. There's no Big Ten teams left in the whole tournament. What? Yeah, I didn't realize that. That's, yeah, that's saying all something. When, it, when did the SEC start putting teams in <laughs> that can well, go deep? They, they've, you know, obviously the, 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 that blue and orange team in the mid-90s had back-to-back. They're the last teams to actually win back-to-back. But, uh, you know, hey, how about the Big East? They, there's been such a revamping. Obviously, all the, almost all the big-name schools from the Big East are gone. And it's 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 and the ones that remain are kind of a shell of themselves in a way, like Georgetown and St. John's, which is trying to revitalize themselves. But you know Marquette, who won the Big East tournament, they're out, but they still have three teams left in in, in the fight. So I, I see that pretty impressive. Yeah, I, Mike, I'm telling you, man, and your your alma mater's hanging in there. They got a tall one tonight. That's gonna be tough, but uh, and I have Houston as my champion, but uh, Miami. I'm telling you, I, I really enjoy watching them play some basketball. They they are fearless, and uh, they got the right coach too. So we're hitting we're hit, we're going to be hitting the bottom of the hour in about two minutes we, or three minutes. Uh, let's use this as our next bridge to, and if we can carry it through the break, um, baseball now MLB. We're we're six days away, Brad. I know baseball. I think you've said before isn't something that you track game for game, day for day, but. It is exciting to have it back, especially since we're doing high school baseball broadcasts here, and we're going to be having some Georgia Highlands College baseball. So whether you like only majors or you like the high school or everything in between, I love the fact that spring is here and baseball is back. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I, opening day of baseball, I mean, I, enjoy, I do watch it then, and I watch it casually throughout the year. I turn on John Fogarty center field. Cliche, I know, but I don't care. 
Uh, you know, I, I'm glad spring is here, no doubt about it. We had that little faux spring earlier, and then it became 28 degrees again. Not a fan. I want spring to be here. <laughs> Not a fan. Mike, uh, from us on our perspective, we, uh, we've we been doing already some high school baseball games, and I know you enjoy calling games. I think everybody here that's a sports guy enjoys calling baseball. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, look, uh, both of my parents are Cuban, so I, I think it's one of those things that I had I, I had no choice but to be a, a baseball fan. But uh, but yeah, you know what? Obviously, I do with my with with uh, what I can. And Brad's going through this too. I mean, I have one kid in baseball, one kid in softball. So I tell Kevin Carroll, look, uh, <laughs> most of my nights are are booked, but uh, I try to go ahead and sneak in the game. And of course, the one game I've done this year was that four hour ten inning marathon. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was with you. <laughs> I was in studio with you. Uh, Jackson, it's a perfect segue. We've got 90 seconds. We did talk uh, local baseball, in fact, all the way down to the Little League level. This community, and and you can speak to it from uh, your long uh, pedigree and history of what's going on in Bartow, has been a baseball community. It has been, uh, Alan. It's, uh, uh, and it's the product of that showing in our, at, at the high school level uh, this season. I think all, all four local high school baseball teams are quality teams. I think all four are state playoff bound teams and uh that's a product of our recreation departments in the city and in the county and uh it was it, it's good to see the the investment paying off for these kids in the high school and you know a lot of these kids going on to play at the college level so it's a uh, it's a really good deal and if anybody didn't watch the world baseball classic that uh japan u.s game there that last game of the the final was was awesome to watch that was fun that, absolutely. I know we talked a little bit about it earlier in the week. We may uh, recap that a little bit when we come back, talk a little more baseball, and then uh, whatever else happens to pop in our minds. We've got uh, four guys here. Charles is out. It's Mike Garcia, Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens, and yours truly, Alan Sanders, running the board, running the sound bites, and trying to keep us on format. We'll be back. We've got more of Bartow Sports Zone coming your way. So don't go anywhere. We'll get you caught up on some local news, some weather, some traffic. It looks beautiful downtown right now. Enjoy it. Some severe weather may be coming overnight or early in the morning. Let's hope it doesn't cause any problems with opening day for baseball. Welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders here in the studios filling in for Charles Wilson, who's involved in a golf tournament. Best of luck to him. Hopefully we'll hear about it next week as the Bartow Sports Zone broadcast season, at least on WBHF, comes to an end. He'll still be doing here sports online, BartowSportsZone.com. And I guarantee there'll be things that I'm sure he'll talk about with his podcast. You can find that podcast wherever you find the podcast you love. Just look for Bartow Sports Zone. Joining me in studio, we've got Mike Garcia and via the Zoom connection, Jackson Hyde and Brad Stevens. Brad, I'm going to kick it over to you to start this next little segment. Um, I mentioned to Mike Garcia because I sometimes lose track of which seasons start and stop because of the overlap. I was like, oh, basketball's still going on. The NBA, I guess we're heading toward, uh, at some point, are we going to eventually get to a championship? As far as being a Hawks fan, I mean, good luck to you. I'm with you. But, uh, you know, we're we're not having a really great uh, a great year. I mean, we got, I wouldn't say a throwaway year, but um, guys, just, just ride, ride it away until it's over because we're not competing right now. Uh, not, it's not going to happen. I mean, this is the Celtics, and those guys are just so much better than us right now. I mean, Milwaukee, Boston – Philadelphia, there's just teams you can't compete with. Atlanta is in the uh, playoff race, but I mean, we're 16 and a half games out of first, you know, and then that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, you know, Milwaukee got hot at the right time and overtook Boston actually for the first place in the East. And strangely, in the West, you see some new faces at the top with Denver and Memphis and Sacramento as the top three seeds. That's something we haven't seen in many years, especially with the Nuggets uh, and, and the Kings. I don't think they've been relevant since the Chris Weber days. So I'm uh, really excited to see that. There may be some uh, new champion this year. I don't know. But, you know, the way the Bucks are playing right now, they very well could get their second title in three years. Jackson, how I, I don't know how much you fall on the NBA. I know it's not one of my bigger uh, areas, but um, I, I was kind of, as I mentioned as, on, on the air, it, to me the, the season just goes on and on and on, and I keep waiting for, well, when are we going to get to the playoffs? Yeah, that's kind of when I kind of start focusing in a little bit and watching some games is when we get to the playoff uh, push. And, 
uh, like kind of bouncing off what Brad said there, you know, you kind of, the home team hawks, you kind of want to root for them and see them do well. It's just been a, a lot of disarray there. Really can't focus in on a, on a game plan or a coach. Hopefully uh, the new guy here in Quinn Snyder can, can turn them around. I just think that, you know, we keep bouncing around with coaches. You know, we had Budenholzer. I was really excited about him, and then he, he's gone. He's with the Bucks Now he's on the verge of maybe another title with them. Just breaks my heart. Uh, and, you know, the Trey-Luca thing was, you know, when I, we first did it, I was like, hey, you know what, I think we're going to be all right. But, uh, you know, now it's looking like maybe we made the wrong move. I don't know. I still want to believe in Trey Young. I still want him to succeed in Atlanta. We, he's the first alpha superstar we've had probably since Dominique. And, uh, you know, I really want it to happen. But if we keep mowing through coaches like this, something's going to give, and it probably will be trade. Let me ask that question. From somebody on the outside looking in, what's the point of constantly churning the – the? because it has got to be chaos to try to bring in somebody new every three or four years. And it, it, at some point, when do you just say we've got to invest in somebody and recognize it's going to take some time? Well – NBA is different than any other basketball in that the players are making more money than you do. And honestly, it's the roster, it's just ego management. It really is. I mean, you, you, you ask Phil Jackson. That's all he did as a coach. I mean, he's a great X's and O's guys. Don't get me wrong. That triangle thing worked pretty well for him, six championships. But, you know, I said Michael Jordan. You had Dennis Rodman. And you had Scotty Pippen. A bunch of guys with different personalities. He somehow got to work together. Uh, so that's what you got to have in a coach is a guy who can manage all those egos and all the other outside influences they have now, social media talking about them and this trouble over here and that trouble over there. These are the most talented basketball players in the world who are millionaires. So you know, you got to get the right guy in there and bring everybody together and play as a team. Because if you don't, you're going to be you know, ninth and tenth place every year and you're not going to make it happen. That's why the Bucks are bought in. You know, they got a good coach that can do that. Mike, I'm going to get you to kind of weigh in on that. Are we going to ever see the kind of parity back? Uh, are we seeing it in, in basketball at the collegiate level because we are seeing these folks that will stay together as a team. They learn to work as a team, and now that's causing some disruption in the, in the brackets, as we talked about earlier. Is that ever going to come back to the NBA? Are we going to ever see that? Well, it seems like it's happening in the, in the Western Conference this year. As, as Brad mentioned, uh, Nuggets and Grizzlies and, and Kings. I mean, the, the kings who Shaq used to call the queens all the time. <laughs> uh, it's uh, you, you just never know. Obviously, uh, you know what? I guess I'll, I'll fault uh, the, the Heat for doing this in the, in the uh, mid-2000s with LeBron. But now it seems like, uh, you know, what's why even have a general manager when these players are uh, negotiating their own <laughs> trades and, uh, you know, signing with whomever. And uh, so it's uh, – uh, I don't know if we'll see uh, some – more regulation there. Yeah, I guess maybe that's the better question. Are we getting to the point where we're letting the personalities really be the coaches and the coaches are there just in title only? It, it, it is kind of just a title right now. I mean, you know, said, don't, taking nothing away from their expertise, but you, know, you got these guys know what they're doing. They're, they're very, very smart people. Uh, you know, they, they can manage their own game if they wanted to, but you need a coach there to get everybody together. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll have our final timeout. We'll chat a little bit more, maybe a little bit more uh, Major League Baseball. And uh, I don't know, some folks maybe want us to hear talk a little about the Atlanta Falcons and some of the trades and things. We'll do that when we return for Bartow Sports Zone. Family owned and operated since 1994, Sidelines Grill takes pride in being connected to the community. Sidelines' new location on Marketplace Boulevard is family friendly with an awesome menu with features to satisfy everyone. There's a kids' menu too with the best wings in town burgers, steaks, salads, soups and Alpine Bakery Desserts. Everyone on your team will find something to love while you catch all the games on our wall-to-wall TVs. Sidelines Grill, great food, good times, and all the games. Welcome back, everybody, to Bartos Sports Zone. I'm Alan Sanders, along with Mike Garcia, Brad Stevens, and Jackson Hyde. Uh, our, our grand poobah of Bartow Sports Zone, Charles Wilson, is out taking uh, some golf swings and competing in a tournament. We'll get him back next week for the finale and wrap-up of the season. Quick reminder before we get back to the guys, tonight over at Hamilton Crossing, you've got some fantastic festivities before the kickoff, the official kickoff 
of the Parks and Rec Little League season in softball. There's going to be a great uh, time to meet the players, get them to parade the field. There's going to be some music, some DJs, I think a concert. There's going to be food from the concession stand. It's going to be a family-friendly environment. Come on out. Check it out. There, I think they said they've got about 1,500 kids signed up to play Little League and uh, and softball, which is fantastic. Mike, I know you're going to be there. Uh, it's one of the things that we should not take for granted in our community that we have such a wonderful Parks and Rec program. Oh, it's 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 enormous, uh, both uh, the, the county and the city compared to mine. I guess uh, because I was in such a big county, we, we, the, the programs are smaller. That's because there was a lot more of them. But, yeah, this is a, a, a huge deal. And, uh, hey, you know, if, if, if the county, uh, you know, Steve Taylor, you want to lower taxes, raise, put a charge for parking in the or parking's <laughs> a premium over there. Hamilton Crossing doesn't have they're going to need a parking deck pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, move on to uh, a team that I still wear the gear. I haven't watched in a few years because of some other issues. But the Atlanta Falcons have been making some moves in the offseason. I know a lot of people were like, Lamar Jackson, Lamar. And, and I, I agreed with Matt. Why would you want to hamstring your salary cap for, some, for one person when you've got to shore up so many other areas of the team? Uh, Brad, you said jokingly, you know, are, is, the, is the goal to suck less? And I think, yes, always. You should always suck less. <laughs> But yeah. remember, they were supposed to be one in fifteen by most prognosticators. So they did, ex- for what it's worth, they exceeded those expectations. But for fans, what are they going to have to do to get things to maybe be a little bit more competitive? You got to get a quarterback. I mean, I know, and I agree with you about Lamar Jackson. But you, you know, I watched a couple of Falcons games last year, and I mean, honestly, I dozed off in both of them. Uh, woke up and then played, did a Georgia football replay from the day before. Uh, I just. They're, they're not very inspiring, but you're right. I mean, they did better than most people thought they would, but so did Georgia basketball, and look where it got up. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it was ter- awful. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm not a believer in the Falcons at all, um, you know, and, and I, I don't think that this season is going to be much better at all uh, than last, but I'm with Jackson and I were talking off air. You know, I mean, they've made some moves, got the right coach in place, but you got to get the Jimmys and Joes in there too. Yeah, Jackson, I was going to toss to you on that one because I was listening to you say you 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 are buying into the new coach. So tell us what needs to happen here as we go into this next season. Well, it's a you know kind of like what you both said there. It's a quarterback driven league, and uh, offensive line wise, uh, some of the defensive personnel that they brought in, the Bates guy from from the Bengals is going to be a huge plus in our in our secondary as far as the Falcons are concerned. Um, we're just we're we're lacking in that one position. Offensive line is going to be sound this year. It's it's simply going to be can Ritter perform. I'm not a believer. I personally think he's not the guy, but uh, I think we're solid everywhere else. And we'll see if what they can coach him up. If he can be a game manager, and we can find somebody that can run the ball consistently, there's a chance they they make the playoffs. I think they're going to be a a, a decent team. You think they'll do better record wise than they did last season? I really do. I think they're. Uh, you know, Ritter's. It's all on Ritter. Unfortunately, it's uh, if he can, if he can perform, manage the game, minimize turnovers. They've got a chance to 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 win nine or ten ball games. Now, in fairness, he didn't exactly have many starts as the backup for most of last season. Absolutely, yeah. You can't blame last season on him at all. I thought, I kind of thought, if if he was their guy, knowing that Mariota was a stopgap, they should have put him in earlier when they saw uh, how things were kind of developing to give him some more snaps in meaningful games, but uh, we'll see how he does. It's, it's going to be on him. Mike, I know one of the things we talk about a lot with NFL is these guys are so talented, even when you have losing teams versus winning teams, these scores are usually so tight, it's hard to figure out who's going to come out on top on a Sunday. Yeah, I mean, all you have to do is, is follow the Vegas lines, and you don't see the uh, you know 30-point spreads that you see in college football. I mean, that the most you'll see in, in the NFL is probably about 15 and that's only maybe a couple times a year. So a, a lot of it, uh, yes, th- there are talent disparities between the haves and the have-nots. There's no doubt about it. But still, it, it comes down to execution, and every, every little every little play uh, can determine the game. You just don't know when it's going to happen. You know, that, what is it? They always say it's a game of inches, and uh, it's usually just a handful of plays. As you said, you go back and look at almost any one game, it's a handful of plays that usually pick winners and losers. 
I'm I may be interested in coming back to watch them this year. Uh, I've kind of had a, a self-imposed uh, moratorium for other reasons, not just because they were losing. I still have the gear. I still love my team. Um, I was doing it more for the politics behind the situation. But uh, you got to get behind your team, and I've I've been a fan since I've been down here, and I, I moved down here in 1985. So I've I've seen the highs and lows, only a handful of highs, but mostly lows. It'd be nice if we could have something to kind of rah rah behind this year, Brad. Yeah, and uh, Alan, I guess if you could have been a Detroit fan in all these years, you would have less than a handful of highs. So I guess you're winning in that regard. Right. I had no choice. I go from a Detroit Lions fan moving down here to go, well, I'll adopt a team. This is going to be better, right? Yeah. <laughs> er. It's like, would you, would you rather be burned alive or eaten alive? Which pick, pick one. All right. As we start to wind down, uh, final thoughts as we are, are heading into uh, round of the second half of the Elite Eight and just in general sports, whatever's on your mind. Last thoughts, Brad. I'll go to you first. Hey, I got Houston as the winner. Uh, I do hope, I hope they win for my bracket, but it would be great if Miami could knock them off. I don't even care anymore. I would love to see somebody new win it. So I'm really excited about the games tonight and the ones carrying on. Mike? Um, yeah, I don't want Houston to win, but uh... – but yeah, no. Look, regardless, it's it's always fun to watch. Even my wife, who forgot to do a bracket, I don't know how you forget, <laughs> but uh, she's still enjoying it. So. And Jackson, you get the final word as being the right hand man to, to Charles Wilson with Bartow Sports Zone. Final thoughts as we wrap up. Uh, a great show. Uh, Marcus Noel has made the tournament for me. I'm going to continue to watch him. The point guard at Kansas State. Fantastic guys! Thanks so much for being here on Bartow Sports Zone. A big shout out to our earlier guests. Greg Height and Brenton Baggett from the Carter, from the Bartow County Parks and Rec Department, as well as Billy Roper, the coach of the Adairsville Tigers, who will be on the road. We'll have a we'll have a baseball game tonight as Cartersville and Woodland finish up their three game series. This time we're back to the banks of the Etowah. We'll have uh, pregame at five forty five, first pitch right around five fifty five. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your weekend.